Welcome to Wine and Jesus, episode number three. Yes. Three of these. <laughs> it's real. Yes. So today's topic is when God kills the innocent. Ooh, this is a dark topic. Question mark. Question mark. I was uh, waiting for big, to say it. I'm sorry. Big question mark there for me, but I um Yeah. What what do you what what do you mean when you say when God kills the innocent? Okay. Question mark? So a lot of people can easily make the argument to turn against religion because they feel like if God is wrathful and vengeful, then that's not a God that they can rationalize. So I always hear the argument when comparing Old Testament to New Testament. Um, why is God so wrathful in the Old Testament versus in the New Testament? It's like... He took happy pills. And he's like all loving and kumbaya and everything is great. But that's like not the picture that you get in the Old Testament. So I think it can create some confusion to people mm-hmm. who really oh, yeah. don't know how to rationalize like what the message is. Yeah. Um, um, I. That's very poignant because I think it hits a lot of people. Um, if anybody's read anything in the Old Testament, they've likely read some death, some betrayal, some... and. And if you find the right verses, it's uh, it sounds like God's the one ordering it to happen sometimes, or at least the cause of the bad stuff. So, sounds Jordan, like an episode of Clue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who, who done it? Who did it? <laughs> uh, Jordan, what's your thoughts on it? Like, where do you come from in this background yeah, of things? I don't even know if this is gonna match up with what you're asking, but I mean, I guess when bad things happen or when people choose to do bad things, it's not because God mm-hmm. is making them do them. It's Every human has their own free will, and so innocent people die, Christians die, you know, Mm -hmm. there's Christians on the other side of the world right now getting killed just for, you know, pronouncing the name of Jesus and saying that they're a Christian, and it's not because God is letting those people who follow him and praise him die, it's because there's evil down here, and those free-willed people are making those decisions to do that so why that yeah. happens i guess but what's the verse uh, our battle is against flesh and blood our battle but we battle not against flesh and blood but against principalities powers in the spiritual realm things like that yeah that's a that's a well-used verse by me at least i i love that one but i think i think jordan you're very spot on with what you're saying is like free will is is kind of the name of the game when you come to bad things happening by other people to other people um you can find some really bad stuff probably on the internet about bad bad people doing bad stuff to other bad people all right and the verse that we were quoting is ephesians 6 verse 12 for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms that's not on earth. That's weird. That's I wonder what that means. So, okay, when I was looking in to when God kills the innocent, as I put it earlier, which seems like super doom and gloom, um, I also like came across this article which coincided with it. 
Um, and it was where somebody had quoted Deuteronomy 32:39, but the way that they worded it was like it, it just cracks me up. Um, it's because they know everything, babe. Similarly, <laughs> if God kills people, it is not murder because our lives belong to Him. And then they, at the end, acted like that was the Bible verse, and that is not the Bible verse. What's the, the Bible verse? verse says, "See now that I myself am He." There is no God besides me. I put to death and I bring to life. I have wounded and I will heal. And no one can deliver out my hand. So I think, I mean, he's just saying like he's the all-powerful. Like there is only one. How would anyone take that verse and say (laughs) that? How would anyone say that? That doesn't even come even close to what you just read that's crazy <laughs> talk <laughs> so yeah a lot of people's argument is if i'm a potter and i make a piece of clay i have all the right in the world as the owner and creator of that clay to break it now that argument um takes away the entire identity of who and what god is so yes i completely agree with the ridiculosity ridiculosity <laughs> of that that argument yes write that down guys what was jordan's story earlier though with like the dead babies sorry oh my really more you don't no, have to go into super no i will not go into super duper Earmuffs, detail kids. but <laughs> this is not a kid podcast we talk about wine and we cuss <laughs> actually you that cuss. is true um no i was just i happened uh, to come upon a um interview what, what am I trying to say? Interview. It's not an interview, though. Like a documentary? No, it was like uh, they recorded a... Interview. Not even a confession. It was just this kid that was trying to tell... Interrogation. No, but it was an interrogation. I Anyways, I think you guys get the point. <laughs> um, I just had come across this video of this little interview. girl over in Europe. Interrogation. That was involved. <laughs> um, her parents... Uh, awful had gotten her involved in this um satanic pedophile cult and she was basically telling the police officers what was happening to her and what this place and and her school made her do during the day and it was horrific awful things that you would you know have in your nightmares and it was, was really happening to all of these children in the school. There was 50 kids in the school that was dealing with all of the same thing. And it was awful. It was, it was horrible. And I won't, I won't ruin your day by telling you what it was about. But um, it got me thinking for a moment. Like, I did for, for a second, like, pause and say, you know, to God, I was like, I'm not questioning you or anything, but like, why, why does this happen? Or, or how do you let that happen? And then after that came out of my mouth, then I was like, wait a minute, like mm. you're not making this happen. <laughs> you're not, you don't have strings. You are not a puppeteer. We are, have our own free will. Awful things are going to happen down here. And there's a lot of evil in this world. And that's where that's coming from. So, anyways, that's kind of what got us started on this topic. But it's sickening to know that it exists. That like there are people like what you have heard about and read about the torture and 
it's just yeah, disgusting. Yeah, and there's no tinfoil hats on our heads. It. I mean, this yeah, is we're not, real yeah. stuff that, like, you can... Documented FBI. Well, I mean, yeah, that just goes with, like, female abductions or child abductions. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff that's just outward. Like, even if you didn't want to go the tinfoil hat route and, like, really... Yeah, you know what I mean? Bad it's stuff. Huge. So it's real much and... stuff out there that, like, is shown. I think there was a video... I. I want to see you posted it, Jordan, where it showed a girl. It was from a different country where the video was posted. Um, but it showed a girl getting coaxed. She was, like, loading her car full of oh, groceries. Yeah. Was it, it you was that me. posted that? Okay. Um, and then, it, it, like, it showed the two guys kind of surrounding around in her. One pack. guy got in her car without her knowing it while she was loading groceries mm-hmm. in one door, got in the other door, and then was in there waiting for her when she got in. And then when the car drove away... So then there was already somebody in the car to do whatever they do to her. And that's why I make Jen go get groceries because I don't want to get taken. Yeah. I get it. But he constantly has to tell me about his gun in the car. Like, I'm supposed to use it. I'm like, I'm not going to know what to do with this. Like, if somebody, like, came rushing at the car, I would freak out. I'd be like, ah! Geos are always our comedic relief. Um, Have you noticed, though, that whenever there's a lot of, like, there's a weird connection, not... 100% 100% of the time, but I swear it's so close. Like, I would say 90% of the time you look into these stories, there's always, if there's some type of pedophile thing or there's some type of sex, sex trafficking, trafficking or something that has to do with sexual perversion with children, it always is somehow connected with some type of satanic cult. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never just itself. Like, it's never just, you know, whatever. Um, it's... So they're always mm-hmm. connected. Not always, deep. but they're almost always connected. <laughs> Why is that? That is yeah. so Because people are cra- like crazy people stick together. They're like really in deep. Oh, hey, Gio's raising Gio's his raising- hand. Yes, can Gio. You guys, just Gio. Can you guys hear me raising my hand? <laughs> um, Why, I, Gio? I just want to... Th- no, I don't know all the answers. I'm, yes, you do. I'm just going to throw my hat into the ring here on no my theory on things. Uh, especially tracing back to Jordan's... Um, we'll say it rhymes with red rabies... Uh, story, um, but uh, that is the worst <clears throat> way to rhyme. Oh, hold on, I had to think about it. It's thinker. okay, you can say it. This is an adult podcast. It's bad. Sp- speaking of that, they might filter us the Twitters and the Facebooks. I'm oh just my kidding. Gosh. Um, but, <laughs> but no, speaking Filter of, away, I need filtered. <laughs> speaking of like the like whole, it seems like a ritualistic action when they're doing this. It's not like a bunch of people are saying, "You guys want to do some weird stuff with." you know babies no it, it there's something to it there's a ritualistic they're getting something out of it whether it be a power or you know i don't want to go super deep but they're getting something out of it when you go back to the old testament and you read about the sacrifices to the god Molech, and we talked about this i think in one of our past two episodes um where they would sacrifice a baby on this burning altar um of like this bovine cow god named Molech, um who the canaanites um were worshiping at the time they believed when they would sacrifice these babies that were usually had by the prostitutes of the local temples it was a good tidings thing they'd get good things out of it and looking back on okay so if they sacrificed babies or you know tortured in the worst way it wasn't just like 
giving up a baby for adoption. It was the worst way to kill and torture a baby. So I do think there is a power or a spiritual influence behind this kind of stuff. And when you look in the Bible, you find out what that is. And, and you find out if you look through historical texts along with biblical texts and you compare the two, you find out this Molech God transforms himself in different cultures throughout time for different things. And now today, what do you want to call it? I mean, you can call it um, success or greed. There's always a spirit of dot 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 a influence of dot 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 and back in the day we used to call them gods or demons or uh little g gods nowadays we just call it um you know you know i'm just trying to pursue success or i'm just trying to pursue Mm -hmm. pursue wealth or happiness you know we call it not gods yeah still the same thing still the same thing yeah um dumb question molot god is that what you said the god molech moloch explain in the middle east and when you read the bible you're learning about mainly the middle east cultures and actions of the past because they're not talking about china necessarily or antarctica they're talking about um god's people the chosen people the the jews of the old the israelites of the old testament so when the israelites were moving into the land and we can debate who the land belonged to and da 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 but the idea is there was canaanites that already lived in the land that the jews were promised by god um through abraham and there they had to figure out how they were going to obtain the land from these very vicious and and numerous peoples in different cultures and you find out um the god of israelites the one true god as we believe him to be um guided them through these different things and and told them hey all you got to do is trust in me and i will get you guys through this and i really do think there was a there was a motivation um behind the canaanites actions just as there's a motivation behind moses leading his people into the promised land so when you look at the canaanite gods molech and all these other ones that are unnamed now but have changed throughout history in the greek and roman culture it's funny uh i was reading revelation for example and it says this certain angel in this apocalyptic thing his name is uh apollyon in the old hebrew is how it refers so even the Bible refers to itself into the Old Testament of what these old gods were known as. Um, as much as you want to think if the revelation, if revelation is, has already happened or not, that's not the debate. The debate is the Bible speaks upon itself about itself. It's a, it's a reference book for itself. So when you hear in the New Testament about these gods that it's speaking of, you know it's in reference to something in the past that these gods were doing with these um pagan cultures and and one of them was Molech, and they sacrificed babies for success now now when we get into these next verses that we're going to look into think have that in the back of your mind just just have that in the back of your mind okay i'm going to read through these verses of of what god is uh, supposedly telling moses in these in these um first five books of the bible Think about that these cultures and what's going on in these cultures at the time you hear these next few things that we talk about, these next few verses. So I have a couple questions. Well, first, Numbers 31 seemed to be a hot topic of this conversation mm-hmm. when reading it. So I think that's like when Moses... Read it, girl! Well, I'm not going to read it because as I've explained on a previous episode, I don't read in class. I'm not good at that. Numbers 31 is what you're looking Numbers for. Numbers 31? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. The whole chapter? Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Ah, like, okay. I'll just read the first few verses and then we'll kind of get the idea. Okay. The Lord 
which um, when you see the capitalized Lord, it means the one true God, Lord uh, Jehovah, Yahweh, whatever you want to call him, um, said to Moses, take vengeance on the Midianites for the Israelites. After that, you will be gathered to your people. So Moses said to the people, arm some of your men to go to war against the Midianites so that they may carry out the Lord's vengeance on them. Uh, send them into battle, a thousand men. Let's do this, guys. Thousand men, America or Israel. <laughs> um, wow. So it sounds like God was like, "Hey Moses, go take my anger out or my vengeance on these other cultures over here, Israelites, and then Moses make it happen." Yahweh. Yahweh. I've never heard. Really? Of that. No. Oh, this is so interesting. What? So in the Hebrew, they didn't use. Uh, like Wheel of Fortune, they didn't have to buy vowels. They didn't have vowels back in the day. So when you would say a word, let's say uh, Rahab was a, was a name of a prostitute, right? And all you'd see in the letters was R-H-B. And you'd have to kind of figure out Rahab. Rahab. Her name is Rahab. Um, so same with God. When God, when Moses was like, hey, dude, thanks for telling me all that awesome stuff. I love you. What's your name, by the way? And God was like, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I am who I am. So I am what exists. I am everything that exists. So I am who I am. I just exist. That's who I am. And you guys are am because I am. And so when you translate that, it's I am. It's like a will I am. <laughs> Dude, I am. Awesome. Who I say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? And in paper, the news every day I am. I don't know. It's just the way I am. So when you really look dumb it down, he just says, I am who I am. And when you spell that out, instead of saying I am, because it, it's God speaking to Moses. So right. when you translate it to other people, like, so who said that I am who I am? Well, you wouldn't say it that way. You say he is, you know, you'd kind of refer right. it to in the second or third person or whatever it is. So it's Yahweh. It's Y and then an H, like a H sound, and then a V and then another H sound. So it's basically four letters long, and it just basically means Yahweh or Yahweh. Okay, I'm laughing not because of the explanation, but because my Aussie is like just like standing around the microphone. She like if you so hear a, <laughs> it's just the dog. No, oh my gosh, they're so needy. Okay, I find this Old Testament mass killings outline that kind of told me all of the ways that God hated us and tried to kill us in multiple ways. Go. All right. I mean, how many are there? Well, there's five. Oh, okay. I was like, how long is this going to take? So, according to whatever I found, people are going to turn off the episode before you finish. Five mass killings of people that happens in the Old Testament: the flood, Genesis six eight, um, the cities of plain, including Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying that. Genesis eighteen through eighteen nine. Um, three, the Egyptian firstborn sons during Passover, Exodus 11 through 12. Four, the, I never said Canaanites right. under Moses and Joshua. Yeah, that's kind of like what we were talking about, you know? Yep, and that's the numbers, Deuteronomy, and then Joshua is what it quotes. Um, and then five, the, I can't say that word. The Amalekites. All right. And Annihilated. But a, Saul, I couldn't spell that. Word, First so. Samuel fifteen. So okay, that people clearly don't understand 
why the flood happened. If, yeah. I mean, come on. I know, he even so, left a rainbow. Like, he left his, like, so love here's at an, the end, but people, like, skip over the rainbow and go straight to here's doom a, and gloom. Here's a homework <laughs> topic for you kids at home. What does the flood have to do with the Amalekites? I don't know, but could you tell me? How could it the two... It would save me a lot of research. How could two... Okay, I'll give you guys confusion. 10 seconds to go research this, and I'll tell you the answer. Go. I'm just kidding. I don't want to assume, but here's how I understand um, how I can at least um, reconcile the loving God that we know of in the New Testament, if you want to say that, but throughout the whole Bible. Why is it OT versus NT? It's, it, like- it's the way you read it, and it's it's the way the cultures were back then versus now, or versus Jesus' like time. Like and football. Like, what is it? AMF versus... NFL? Oh, AFC versus NFC. AFC. I feel really dumb that yeah. I got that wrong. But that's what it feels like. It feels like one's right, one's wrong. Which one is it? So here, here's how I Who's come. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Who's right in the end? <laughs> are you going to burn in hell for damnation and not repenting? Or are you going to know that you were loved and that yeah. Jesus died for you? <laughs> are you loved or just a shitty person? How does it end? <laughs> Earn your right. way to me. Um... <laughs> Here's how I understand it. Um, bad angel, or angel, I don't, I don't want to call them bad. You can make your decisions on them, but angels who were created by God were assigned to watch over and kind of guide humanity. Um, and there's one of the like big verses that I always look at when I look at, uh, oh shoot, I lost it, but in I believe it's in Deuteronomy, one of the first, book, first few books of the Bible, mentions how God assigns... Um, angels or gods over all the nations of the earth and then if you look into extra biblical texts and all these different things you come to realize that the ancient cultures at least believed that there were angels or small g gods or something looking over each nation and they were assigned there by god and it sounds like at some point and if you read the book of enoch it's super interesting you can say that's complete bs or it's not because it's not in the bible it's right? not in the bible but it's mentioned it's brought up in the bible at different times is it in the Catholic Bible? Just curious. Ooh, I don't know. But it is interesting that these certain gods were like, these chicks are pretty hot. I want to have kids with them. And they ended up having kids with them, but these kids didn't grow up to be healthy little bouncing baby human boys. They ended up being these bloodthirsty, sex-thirsty, blah, 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 what have you, giants. Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah, but they weren't looking at the women saying... Because people sexy. misinterpret that. Yeah, that's that true. They so see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the verse actually means that they want they saw that the women were fit to have kids. to carry their line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were basically just like, "Well, you're just gonna be my yep. red box." Yeah, yeah. These <laughs> you know la- what I mean? And I like, don't think these ladies probably went too far into the term pregnancy before they exploded a lot of the times <laughs> i mean do you think it was nine months i don't know i, <laughs> I can't Ella imagine how i would i would imagine <laughs> at, at least take to make a nephilim. <laughs> oh let's see how much baking soda do you put in them <laughs> baking soda and vinegar <laughs> is this where the term gingers have no souls come from <laughs> here's an interesting thing if you also which i don't believe by the way at all i think they're amazing i'm undecided that i love but... and that have fabulous <laughs> souls I'm undecided. 
Um, but uh, if you look into it, these stories of mo- at least modern day, like stories of people that have seen giants and encountered giants and killed giants and the government's covered it up, <laughs> uh, have red hair. But that's what I'm asking. So is well, that where the because, term comes from? Listen, we still are born with these. Uh, By the way, it's a South Park episode genetic that I'm yes, totally gen- quoting. Yeah, right that's now. right. We're, we're, those bad genetic traits are still in our DNA line. Um, even though they're rare, you still have people born with very strange things that you can trace back to this race or whatever it is mm-hmm. so rh negative peeps are i um, supposed to be like weird like i'm not i'm you not blonde but, you're just a you're well, just a recessive but trait. i'm blonde hair blue eyes so i'm like something weird you're right? recessive well, yes. brown hair blue eyes like i have is supposed to be super weirdly genetic so wow. i maybe i have some weird nephilim gene dna <laughs> in my body who freaking knows i don't know but we um, didn't go we didn't explain at all what nephilim are we apologize, yeah, but that's gonna be that would have to be a angel whole human podcast. babies, angel human babies. Okay, Fallen so angel human babies. Best way I can describe it to you, human lady, get water down by well, look good. Ooh, she looks. Oh, strong. you're assuming they're unintelligent apes. Well, this is back in the day. I was talking cavewoman. They were talk. more invested in us back in the Dude, day. Dude, I watched Fred Flintstone. I know how they talk. <laughs> um, and then you got like Angel, fallen Angel, who's like. She looks like she could carry my baby. She looks like she could take 400 pounds of baby <laughs> and <laughs> made a baby. You know what? This is what happens when we podcast. We talk about when yeah. we get into stuff we're not, we don't plan okay. out. But I think that's what makes it great. So point one, did the woman die when they gave birth to Nephilim? <laughs> Before we move on to the actual stuff we planned then, out, we need to know the answer. And then point two. Before the wife explain stitch. explain what Nephilim is to those that maybe don't understand What's it. What's that called when they uh, uh, have epotomy, to put you back epotomy, together? Epotomy. Episiotomy. No, that's when you get cut open, yeah. not when you get stitched up. Yeah, the episiotomy were abundant back then, I would say. Okay. Okay, so the women did went, like, they could live. I don't know. It, the Bible says nothing about it, but judging by the descriptions of the size of the giants when they're at least full grown or to t- Okay. The what giant. Were they, how big were they when they born? Are you talking like 30 pounder or an 80 pounder? Let's just start with the assumption. You can, di- you can disagree with this or not, but we're just going to go with the assumption right now so we can carry on our conversation. Angels created by God were assigned to do a certain task with humans. They ended up being like, I want my own children. Let's do this. And bad things happen from there. We call them, in the Hebrew dialect, Nephilim, um, which Nephal means um, fallen ones. Did they? Did the women die? Yes. Giving birth to the baby. Giving birth yes. or during giving the act? giving birth because angels were not giants. They're spiritually. So I don't want to try to compare like the conception of Jesus um, in Mary. With these Nephilim well, things, he was put into a but human form it's, as the, a pure it's the same thing. Yeah. Mary didn't have sex to right. have Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Right. So you could almost like think like maybe these spiritual beings who are from other dimensions or have at least a higher intelligence than us can figure out how to manipulate uh, genes and cells and things 
to, to impregnate women without actually going into because it does say they went into the women. Yeah, I think that it physically says they had sex with them. But like, then oh, you have then you have to like that was part of the sin. Yeah, then you have the to get into where did their sperm come from? Because angels, it, yes, you're correct. Angels do appear as men. As how do you make a being when you're not God? They breathed? the angels were. Did I say that right? So the you have to imagine these angels are not bound to the physical boundaries that we do. I can't be like, you have a baby. All of a sudden, like, we how have to... Have sperm? I'll show I'm you how to do it later. It. But, um, maybe maybe it wasn't... A, maybe that's not how it works. Maybe, maybe that's they, not how it works. Maybe they, can they manipulate engaged things. in the pleasurable act of the sin of whatever of doing that. And then... They, it didn't, they didn't need sperm, per se. Mm. Maybe it was something else, or maybe they just wanted what's, to sin and then... What's also interesting whatever. is even today's, modern days, quote-unquote aliens are always messing with our genet like our, yes. our gonads and stuff. They're putting stuff off our butts and badges and all They're that, right? They're like Kate McKinnon or like... Yeah. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> She's I, like, my coot coot, my choot choot. <laughs> okay, if my anybody has not YouTubed Alien Encounters SNL, there are like three of them. I think Ryan Gosling's in so like two funny. of them. They're hilarious, by the way. They're trying to make light of Genesis 6. How dare They're you? They're hilarious. She's like, and then this alien of light took me to this place. And then, like, this other lady's like, that's not how it was for me. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's the best. It is hilarious. Um, so okay. where, where we're getting this from the Bible is Genesis 6. Read the first few verses. You'll kind of get that's where, where it we're goes coming in from. Okay, why did God command Moses to kill? Why did Moses kill i'm assuming like tell us about it like can you dumb it down for us can you read well, us the story can you tell us what happens the i don't so i go i have i hear god's angry i feel like that's incorrect <laughs> there are vastly differing schools of thought on um what this stuff is if god is truly telling them to go down there and and wipe these peoples out or if it's maybe moses or somebody like that interpreting somebody telling them to do that and they're like god told me to do this so i have to act on it oh so you're so, saying there's two schools of thought like one is god did this to carry out his greater plan mm -hmm. or two moses is taking authority from more of a demonic spirit well i don't want to go to demonic it could god. be it could have been god speaking to moses and moses is a flawed to, human being like that means I must do this. But is that accurate? So then there's that... actually three different. You could, scenarios. yeah, you could, you could break them down even okay. more fine. Yeah. So then, what? But, well, we don't really know. It's just whatever. However, we don't you know. All, it. all we, yeah. yeah, all we know is what the Bible says, and it says the Lord spoke unto Moses and said, "Da da da." It's usually how it starts. So off, what did right? the Lord say? And it sounds like he's usually ordering Moses to execute certain military campaigns on the peoples who live in the land that is promised to the Israelites. Okay, I read something about, it talked about like some, oh gosh, I don't know if this was, if it wasn't Moses specifically, but it was something about, there was a book in the Bible where there was a military act. And so the way that it could be interpreted was that like certain lands got taken out or like innocent got killed, but really it was like certain military bases is how we should really be wipe out of the it. military. Groups. Yes. So even though like we didn't have this like government military that we do today, yeah, when there you was hear, still military, or when there was still like protection. World, world War Two, for example. Yeah. When we beat the Nazis, we didn't destroy every single 
German that lived in Germany. We defeated the Nazi army, right? Yes. So, so that I is read a, yeah. something that that was what, how we should be interpreting these things. That it was like military type of attacks. And well, I don't know if Moses specifically ties sense. into it, but it did make It me does think. make great sense until you run into a few of those passages that we brought up recently. We didn't read them specifically, but it sounds like in what the text, I'll just say, what the text says is God says, not only wipe out the men, wipe out the cattle, burn the grass, kill everybody, and only take virgin girls as your slaves or prisoners, and then you can make them your wives. And He gave all these like uh, provisions for the Israelites after they defeated them, but there are a few passages that mm-hmm. seems like God is like, no, 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 don't just like defeat the army, but like burn the shit to the ground. To defeat a greater purpose i wish i knew the answer but here's i can give you my theory so i'm confused you're telling me that in this part of the bible god is saying burn it down kill everyone take people as your slaves but then you're also telling me that god is all loving and will save us and is like the ultimate grace like what how are i just how are people supposed to interpret that Mm -hmm. for people who are not familiar with who are not like, yeah. If you're looking really at super, Old Testament yeah. versus New Testament, and you read this Old Testament, you're like, why would I read the New Testament? The Old mm-hmm. Testament sucked. Everybody died. It was like Game of Thrones episode all over again. Every Ooh, book. Interesting. You bring up Game <laughs> of Thrones. So I'm going to throw out my three theories, and you guys can throw out yours. Okay. Here's mine. I have none. No. <laughs> think think of them while while I formulate. I'll mine. drink on it. Number one. <laughs> Um, Cheers, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> number one, God's like, you know, I'm. I love everybody. I created every human on earth, but he's like a Bob Ross. Everybody's a happy little. Yeah, tree. yeah. But those dudes did bad, and they're gonna learn a lesson for it. Go wipe that culture off the face of the earth, right? Just because they were bad boys. Um, I disagree with that theory, but I'm gonna throw it out there because that's how many people read it. Number two, um. There was uh, kind of like Game of Thrones, where there's this risk that if the Israelites couldn't militarily like dominate the cultures around them, the Canaanites as you as we call them, then there that the God's plan to bring about the Savior Jesus through the root of Jesse through the Judean group of people through the Israelites through Abraham like if you trace it back God's plan was to bring about the salvation or the savior Jesus Christ through a line of men if that line of men was completely wiped out obliterated by the Canaanites we'd all just be in a shithole right now dumb question raise your hand (laughs) what's the Canaanites mean Canaanites were the peoples that lived in the promised land to Abraham before the Israelites inhabited the land. So um, the Israelites were stuck in Egypt for a few hundred years, and then they finally were freed and moved and moved back to the land that was promised to their forefather Abraham before then. Anyway, theory three is genetics, like we're talking about. Fallen angels made some babies. These babies. Uh, basically corrupted the genetic oh, line of God, humanity. That's, it. that's the only thing that makes sense. So Sorry, that's it. Humanity 
so Jesus came as a human being. He didn't come as a half lizard man or a giant or a you know whatever. He came as human man, God, the God man. He came to um, and died um, and showed us all you know what God's grace really looks like. So he died for humans. He didn't die for Nephilim. He didn't die for um, unintended creatures in God's plan. So in my mind, if there was this corruption of of the genetic line of humanity um what if the flood or in the first instance and then these the canaanite takeover in the second was just the effort to save the human genetic line in general that's the only thing that makes sense to me out of yeah. those scenarios and you're saying what? that's why the flood because i've heard that too is that's why the flood even happened is because there's so much of that mixing, genetic DNA mixing from all of this evil that it was literally taking over the world and everything that God had built was was not what he, he had built. And so he had to wipe that out and start over. And that's why Noah and his family were the only ones that were saved because they were the only pure line left. Not that there was no mixing mm, okay You're so right, here because isn't the nephilim like condemned or like wasn't like the spirits that made the nephilim condemned sorry so yeah no you're right okay. don't say sorry that's great <laughs> great input. Thought, i feel bad. oh no, no no i was going along with what jordan was just saying i was going to read the verses that she's relating to i'm going to read from genesis 6 right after the first four verses where one who has never read the bible before was like wait the giants and the angels had sex it literally talks about that and then the next verse after that it says and god saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth now you could translate wickedness as acts of evil like upon each other which we've talked about or it could be the wickedness is in the translation being their the the falling away from the true intent of humanity right um he saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that all their inclinations and thoughts um, in their heart were evil at all times. The Lord repented or he kind of um, turned around that he had made human beings on the earth, it says. So he almost was like, man, so I made human beings and all of a sudden they're doing all this stuff and it made him super sad. It said it grieved his heart and he was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I'll wipe them from the face of the earth and the, and the animals and everything. But Noah found favor in the Lord's eyes. Why did Noah find favor in the Lord's eyes? The next verse says, um, this is the account of Noah. Noah was perfect in his generations. And it says he was a just man and perfect in his generations. So he was a good dude. But then it says he was perfect also. So it already mentioned he was a good guy justly, right? Like he acted well as a good person. But he was also perfect in his generations. When you look at the translation of the word generations there, let me read what that word actually is. Let's see. It is dower, D-O-W-R, or it looks like a couple shelves with an I in the middle if you're looking at Hebrew. Mm -hmm. And it basically can be translated as in his genetics or in his generation as in passed down the so generation, generation, generation. he basically wasn't perfect as in like in sin, but he was perfect genetically because also he had been untouched by a Nephilim <laughs> or an angel. Also see, yeah. <laughs> That is interesting. Yeah. And Noah Isn't walked that? with God. The last line of that, yeah. after he was perfect in his generations, and he walked with God. So he was what genetically if I'm a perfect. What product of a Nephilim, and I can't help it. I oh, want to walk with God. That was one question God. I have for you, Gio, <laughs> honestly. 
that that was one question I had for Gio was uh, uh, how do we know because that stuff is still mixed mm-hmm. in with our whatever and that stuff is still is that stuff still happening or the Netflix, no well, well, I, well that, I'm just saying I'm just saying how do we know that part of our DNA that's yeah. in our body our body right now not that whatever is not part of that. Like, yeah. does that mean that we are not pure so, enough to go to heaven? Well, because it would have wiped everybody out back then. The flood. So, re- no, you- but we still, humans today, still have that weird, even if it's a my, yeah. my, my new. But how, Jordan? Here's if it. only Noah was left in his family. I know. I know. Right? Well, okay, but how... Hold on, Gio. Gio's like, let us get there. Gio's like, I know the answer, but Jin and I are working it out. How did... How now... How now did all of the evil and demons and everything happen to come onto the back, onto the earth after the flood? Satan. I mean, Satan's still here. So, like... But genetics is what we're talking about. We're not talking about evil. Oh, like how we're just, like, genetically, like, decomposed. Well, Jordan's asserting basically that we're just like not as good as we used to be. Jordan's asserting that no, the genetics is still corrupted on the earth even today. Yeah, Yeah, we're definitely genetically corrupted, but I think that's for a whole other set of issues because I think the genetics that the Nephilim messed with or that were made from fallen angels. Which I'm gonna ask you to go into here for a second. I think I thought all of those angels were like locked away in a dark place. So like the flood kind of took care of all of that. Um, all of those people that made the Nephilim, they got locked away. They're like Geo can tell you because I'm gonna totally butcher it, but they're they're somewhere chained away where they can't mess with us. So that's why I was like any skewed bloodline wouldn't make sense because like they only kept Noah and his family to to make the new oh, the new bloodline. Okay, so Gio, go. Like you know the questions so at stake. Like. I was read I was <laughs> reading verse five in, in Genesis six. If you go one verse up okay. is your answer. But the beauty of the Bible the beauty of the Bible is that it's not like great question, Jordan, here's your answer. It's like <laughs> It just makes you search more in the mm-hmm. scriptures for more answers. I know, but it's so really frustrating. <laughs> I just here, want the answer. Here's what it says. still talking about Moses. Here's what we're saying. <laughs> there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that. Hold on. There's giants in the earth in those days, which is talking about Noah's time. Right. And also, and also after, after that. And then it just goes on. Yeah. And then it just goes on. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. You're just like, hold on. It just And after that, after the flood, hold on. I thought the giants would have been wiped out for the flood. Why are they still after that too? But you told me that the angels got locked up. The, okay, so we know in other verses of the Bible, as well as extra biblical texts such as Enoch and Yasher and uh, Jubilees and all these things, you'll find out that, yes, the angels that committed the original sin, however many of them there were, we don't know really, but extra biblical texts do number them. They were a third of the stars. Well, it... it the book of Enoch actually says it's like a hundred and some, I think. But then the Bible says there's 70 nations or 72 nations. So anyway, the idea is, and yes, the idea is that they carried through somehow. Or they were recreated somehow. Okay, okay, but, okay, dumb question because we've talked about this a lot and I'm just like, <laughs> but what the hell is the book of Enoch? Isn't that a... Extra biblical. It's not a Bible book. Okay, that's what I'm saying, but... It's but, not a- like, for example, uh, Jude, there's a book in the New Testament called Jude. It's pretty short. It's one chapter, but 
he he quotes from another book that's Can not in the Bible. For this? I'm so happy that wasn't you peeing. Thank you. <laughs> cheers. Woo, cheers to that. <laughs> Enoch is just a book that has been um, drawn from the people, the writers in the Bible drew from this book along with some other ones. Enoch describes this whole thing so much better than the Bible does because the Bible is about Jesus Christ, not about like bad guys and all that. That's interesting and cool. I watch X-Files because it's interesting, but my focus is on Jesus. And that's why- You don't why watch X-Files. I used to. Example, used to. Jen. The Fact smoking check. man. Fact oh, get out of here. <laughs> Mulder and was it as what we would consider accredited? Yeah. Um, so like we consider like Matthew, John, Luke accredited people, like Paul, you know, accredited. But They've like Enoch, we're like, who's Enoch? <laughs> their name's Enoch. Snopes was like, nah. People aren't trying to name their kid Enoch here in like so here's 2021. A <laughs> So. Here's here's a interesting. Did I butcher that? No, I think yes, you're right. Okay. I also Dude, think I never even. I'm learning so much today. Yeah. I also think in the sense of the ones that are mentioned in the Bible, there's there's direct references to extra biblical books in the Bible. So are these the Book of Enoch is is referenced in the Bible, right? I thought yeah. I thought well, yeah, that there's that's like certain that's exactly what I said. Okay, I'm so sorry, but I thought yeah, like that that actually called to that book that's still not good enough to make the cut. And that, that's what I'm saying. So in that case, I think you're right in what you just explained, but also I think they're not included because they're not talking about Jesus. The Bible is about Jesus. Oh, I said so that early. really every book within the Bible of the New Testament that, should okay. be how it correlates. Would I've Enoch be New Testament circle. then? I feel like I understand it. So. Enoch was mentioned in the f first within the first five chapters of the Bible. That I'm still confused. So Genesis five. We just read from Genesis six a second ago. Now we're in Genesis five. A few uh, verses right before what I read, and it says this is the only real like any. It, it mentions Enoch's name other times, but basically he begat so and so and lived this long. Okay, That's but all it's it says. It's a person. It's a person. Okay. okay. And all yeah. it says he was like the seventh generation from Adam or something like that. Um, I, I'd important. have to count it. Clearly. He's important. All it says is, and Enoch walked with God, and then he was not, because God took him. What so, does that mean? Okay, that's, that's kind of mysterious for me. And that's why I love the Bible. <laughs> it's like there's giants. God took him. There's like giants. The shadows. And then God took him. Here, there's giants in the earth in those Done. days. No and then Enoch. afterwards. <laughs> and Enoch. And if you don't understand that the Bible is like the coolest book ever, there's freaking aliens, yeah. there's giants, yeah. there's floods, there's freaking wow. everything. Sex. It's Game of Thrones. It is. Where Dude, did God take Enoch? Where does he stop in this book? And then, where does Enoch and go? And then you have to read the book of Enoch. And if you if you think some random dude wrote the book of Enoch like thousands of years afterwards, cool. But the story says he eventually... He seemed to be called by God to go somewhere, and then he had this like following of people, like his acolytes or the people that would follow him, because he was a wise, good man, walked with God, obviously, right? So it says he like travels, and he's going to this place, and the acolytes, the people that are following him, are like, you know, we'll go with you anywhere, across any world, anywhere you go, we'll follow. And he's like, no, 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 guys, turn around. You guys can't go where I'm going. 
I'm going this place, you guys can't come. And they're like, no, we're going to follow you. And it starts talking about how there's snow and ice. And then he's like, no, 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 guys. You guys cannot follow me where I'm going. I think this is the book of Jasher, if I'm not mistaken. And then finally on the sixth day, they're like, we got you, dude. We're following you anywhere. It's freezing up here or <laughs> whatever. I'm sure it's not like that. But, you know, they're the like, they're like we're, yeah, we're, any, we're following you. And then all of a sudden he was taken by God in a whirlwind or whatever it says. And then his, and then nobody, and it says later on, some king sends a search party for these people, and they can't find him. So it sounds like Enoch, Game of Thrones Enoch was taken here. away. He was warning his dudes, like, please go away. I don't know what's gonna happen, but stop following me. Either those dudes died in the cold, or they were like destroyed by the whirlwind that took Enoch. But God took Enoch, body and soul, to heaven. It seems like. And there's only other two other mm, real times that people were mentioned in the bible to have been taken without dying the other one being elijah the there's elijah and elisha elijah was taken in a whirlwind in the bible and then jesus obviously i want to be taken in a whirlwind Dude. i don't Do want to die can we just ask to i be just taken want to in be whirlwind, whisked please? to heaven yeah but anyway so like, enoch enoch um is more like aimed towards like you hear in the Bible the story of how we win. In Enoch, you hear the story of why we have to win in the first place, kind of. Um, okay. So I wipe out the bad guys, right? I have to reel so, this back in. So, hold on. Are you saying, yes, reel, reel us back in in just one moment. Are you saying <laughs> that it's about time for us to have a flood? Nope. God promised to never have another flood on earth. Okay. Rainbow. Well. But he didn't promise to not do anything else. He to did about all the evil on our earth right now. I think I think the end will come um, with probably fire, but that's like a totally another thing. The question. Can we do a podcast on that? Because yeah. now I'm really curious. The question we want. I mean, I don't want to drum. I'm <laughs> cool with that. I'm just saying. Is this where he wiped out the world of evil? Drowning or fire comes from? Maybe, maybe they're Would both terrible ways to go. Ooh, would you die a terrible death okay. via drowning. No, or never. Die it, a terrible death via burn. Yes, I would rather burn. I would never want to you drown. You would rather burn to death than drown? Yes. If you drown, you go to sleep and you don't even understand what's happening. Like, you literally feel nothing. You drown. No, I have Sounds the worst, fire. worst phobia of water. Like, I won't even go down a water slide. I won't go any, anywhere that has waves. I'm, I'm with you. I'm f- I freak. Like, I won't. I'm scared to take a bath. No, totally I'm get it. But I'd rather die that way I love taking than a bath. being burned. But no, I would, like, <laughs> jump into a lava pit before I would drown because drowning mm. takes time. You know you're dying. It's scary. People are terrified. You don't die right away. You don't now, die if you burn. Okay, that's true, too, I guess. But I still, I would not choose. Never, never, never would that's I choose drowning. I would have chose you for a what, wire, okay. water what, dyer. What would you rather? Water? Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh, we're not doing FMK? Mary Wood. <laughs> Mary Wood gives one. Have you seen him lately? Because it is not the really? same. Really? Oh, no. poor Channing. We're going to have to duck down. I still love you, Channing. No. I still love you, buddy. Okay, so let's get back to the t- But didn't Moses wipe out that group of people in the Red Sea when it parted? Or is this a different group of people? Well, yeah, so good question. So Egyptians are who held Moses' people until they escaped. Abraham lived in the more or less region of the Promised Land. He lived further 
east than Israel when he first started. And then God was like, I want you to like journey to this random place that you've never been. And I promise that will be your land. And he shows him the land and da, da, da. Abraham, his son, and then his son all lived in that land, which we now call Israel or the promised land. And then his great grandson, or I guess, his, yeah, his great grandson um, kind of moved the family over to Egypt because they were friendly with Egypt at the time. And then after about 400 years or so, Egypt's hierarchy was replaced. Let's imagine Trump was replaced by Biden. Biden hated the Israelites now. Israelites are like, oh, dude, we're going to die. We got to get out of here. And Moses is like, I got you, bro. So they go back to the homeland. But now the homeland, after 480 years, is filled with bad humans that worshipped pagan gods and did terrible, terrible things to babies that we've talked about. What's, what's, a, what's a Moses to do? And then we discuss the three options, and dude, who, who knows Gio, which one's that right? That is what we've needed this whole time. Yeah, I feel like that really tied I'm it so back in. I'm so complete now. That is like, yeah. <laughs> I know you gave the explanation earlier, but I felt like it was lacking. Like the that was the perfect the explanation. Thank you, Lord, for giving me that inspiration. That was, that was really, really perfect. So basically, the God of the Old Testament is still the same God of the New Testament. God of the Old Testament made some hard decisions. To ensure that his people still, you know, I, I want to jump in there real quick, just because um, I don't think God was saying, "Here's what you guys do," and then later on he gives this law of. I, I think one of the past podcasts I'm really embarrassed. I said it was like 360 laws, but it's 613 laws of the Old Testament that he gave Moses. And then you're like, dude, God, I thought you were like cool and you loved us all and stuff, right? And then you come to realize God originally was like, I'm on a mountain. I want to meet with my people. And the people, the first time they saw God on this mountain, they beheld this cloud and smoke and fire and terrifying things to them in their minds and their what they saw. And at that point, they're like, Moses, we don't want to deal with that. That is freaky you go ahead and you go talk to him. We'll stay here. And it, I think at that point, God was you like, boy. <laughs> yeah, at that point, God's like, oh, you cute little kids. And he's patting them on the heads. But in reality, they're like, we are terrified of this, like, awesome, amazing creator of the universe. We can't deal with this. This is too much for us to handle. But in reality, God only wanted a personal relationship with them. But he said, okay, if you guys are, it, this is in your time in your life like god approaches us all and at our times in our lives and seasons where like at first i was like i don't want a kid i don't think i'm mature enough to have a kid and then slowly it became i love this freaking kid that i have you're still not mature enough to have him <laughs> <laughs> but but god kind of deals with us in our seasons of our life same with throughout history deals with humanity throughout seasons and i think at that season of humanity's life all the Israelites knew was 400 years of this foreign pagan rule over them of, of Egypt and these gods and these different beliefs and actions that wasn't according to God. So God's like, I can't throw you in the deep end in one setting, so I'll meet you halfway. What you guys request is you want me to be a, there to be a mediator between you and me. Cool. 
Moses, here's some laws. Here's what we can do to kind of still, I want to be with my kids, but I totally get if I scare them. It's kind of like if a grandpa shows up and the kid starts crying, the grandpa's like, oh, I'm sorry, kid. I'll be over here. And then maybe the kid will warm up to me. So he gave us laws initially because that's what we were asking I for. I believe we as humans, or in, in the case of Israelites, they're like, this is too much. We just got out of Egypt and now we're dealing with this crap. So I think it was more of, they wanted direction. We just just tell us what to do and don't scare us anymore. That was freaky, dude. And so God's like, cool. I love you guys. I'll do what you want. Eventually, though, I'm telling you through these these prophets, I'm coming and I'm going to get you guys, but it's going to be in a good way. <laughs> well, that doesn't scare you. I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tickle you. grateful that we have this platform to discuss this type of stuff i feel like i've learned a lot just in being able to have these conversations yeah so it really helps to just verbalize it a lot of the times mm -hmm. you know yeah i feel like i still ask you the same question 20 different ways but it's still interesting to to like explore like what the heck does it mean when enoch was not all of a sudden I think that this podcast, in theory, has left us with a whole other podcast that we need to explore. One Enoch, because what is that? Hold on, first Enoch or just in general? In general. Because there's general. first Enoch, that second Enoch, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. But then, secondly, the Nephilim. I feel like there's a whole Jack and the Giant Beanstalk I'm telling you, growing up as There's a Christian, that, that was never talked about in church. And why? Why it not? It drew me yeah. in so it much. It clearly was a reason this, that the story was. Told. I feel like so many more people would be like, "Dude, I always it's super longed. legit." Yes. If you, if freaking pastors would just talk yeah. about it, it's in the Bible. It's yeah. not like you got a freaking conspiracy theory hat on. It's like they're it's talking about Santa Claus. Stuff. Yeah, yep. so, I mean, <laughs> if we bring bunny. light to that, I feel like that's super important. I, so. like, ever since I, like I got it. Star Wars at the age of four, I was so into, like, what-ifs and the science fictions and what's possible in the world and, and all these exciting things, and then you come to realize, hold on, the Jack and the Beanstalk Giants are real, and these, like, like, this stuff is real? Like, it's crazy. It's real, yo. And we're never told about it. Bye, y'all. Love you. Cheers. Cheers.